The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. <laughs> Nothing to see here. This is the show where money meets politics. We will answer your financial questions. We do manage money Monday through Friday. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. And we have a ton of fun with this show. Long story short, he said you're offending a whole group of people. So, well, duh. <laughs> yeah, we don't want them. Well, I didn't do anything wrong, and now I'm going to plead the fifth. So screw you. Yeah. Like, really? I mean, you know, I added to screw you, of course, but <laughs> we've done this show for 20 years. Ever. I'm getting sick of winning. Winning. <laughs> and uh, if you want to join us on the air, we're welcome. Tom in Boston. Don in Rochester. Rambo Jim in North Tonawanda. It's hard to believe that 20 years has gone by so fast. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Everybody, good afternoon and welcome back to the Financial Guys Show. It's not those two guys, Glenn and Mike, it's uh, Russ Thompson, Carl Palladino, sitting in for them. I just so enjoy listening to those guys. <laughs> 20 years, you know, yeah. 20 years. But of course, then they listen to us when we're on the air instead of taking a real day <laughs> off. But anyway, Russ Thompson, Carl Palladino, filling in for the Financial Guys. David DiPietro is supposed to be calling in in a couple of minutes. He's at a uh, split-the-state meeting up in Rochester. Um, not sure what's going on. I haven't gone to any of the meetings. Of course, I haven't been up to going on any of the meetings, really. But I think they got a couple of good plans. Plus, Lenny Roberto is working on something. I hope everybody is working together. Splitting the state, I, I think, is one of the only things that they can do. But how to go about doing it, I don't know. You know, and and I don't even know if it can really ever happen, but I'm willing to listen and I'm willing to help out in any way that I can. But anyway, um, we are broadcasting on WBEN and on WFTL in Florida. So welcome, Florida. I'm sure there's enough people down in Florida that are still curious of what's going on up in western New York. They're uh, old, they're old trancing grounds and uh, some part-time people. But anyway, it's uh, it's good to it's good to be in Florida too. We got a couple of callers coming in uh, besides David DPH, who, who could be calling any minute. We got a couple of uh, uh, fundraiser uh, plugs that are going to be coming up at one thirty and two thirty, and then at about two fifteen, we have a group in West New York. It's called United for Trump twenty twenty, and uh, Sean from that group is going to be calling up to lay out some plans that they got. Uh, moving forward, because we are coming up on the ele- the re-election of Donald Trump, uh, 2020 is really not that far away. And, of course, we already know that Andrew Cuomo announced he's going to run for re-election again in 2022. Uh, what does that have to do with anything? I just couldn't figure <laughs> that one out. It's like, okay, this is a fair warning. You just got like, re-elected. Like we didn't know. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> But Carl, the other day you said you were loaded for bear. What's oh, I just have I get so aggravated with this state government. Oh, I know, it's not hard. It's it's uh, it's very frustrating, and you know I'm watching young people. Young people are being driven out. Businesses are being driven out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can't do more to to offend the basic uh, 
Uh, basic principles and values of uh, our conservative upstate New York. And I, when I say conservative, I, th I think upstate politically is, is middle-of-the-road people, uh, hardworking people, Republican, mm -hmm. Democrat, uh, you know, just trying to, try, trying to raise their families, trying to send their kids to college, trying to better the lives of their future generations. And, and in the end, uh, uh, one after another, uh, bill is coming out of Albany by this this uh, monopoly that they have down there now from the Democratic leadership uh, that's indicating to the people that they can't identify the future for their kids anymore. No, no, I you agree. Know, I mean, for a while there, when, when they, they did have a Republican uh, uh, control of the Senate, they, there, there was some balance. But, uh, I mean, not that great a balance because most of the Republicans were rhinos and, mm -hmm. uh, and they were eventually driven out. I think they lost eight seats in the last uh Yeah, it sounds election. about right. So it's going to be a, be a long time before uh, uh, the Republican Party establishes its, reestablishes its, itself in one of the three control centers in, in Albany. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think the only place they really have a chance right now is uh, well, taking over the Senate again. I right? mean, the, the the good things that are happening is uh, number one, uh, the the silk stocking uh, image of the Republican Party will hopefully change now that Cox is out and yeah. and Langworthy and Langworthy did a great job of of uh, 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 campaigning and uh, getting the support of all the upstate chairs. He just uh, and then announcing them one at a time. Uh, every day uh, uh the impact was awesome in the end i think trump came in and uh and and addressed them uh, uh properly as as you recall ed cox ed cox was always the establishment swamp guy uh, mm -hmm. he he loved hanging around with the boys in washington and uh uh and it took him four days after trump won the primary for him as the state chair to, endorse, to even acknowledge it to to endorse uh trump which was which was a uh, a slap, real slap in the face. Yeah. So I mean, uh, it's good that Cox is gone. It's uh, hopefully now we can change the image of the Republican Party to the party, as it should be, the party of the working man. Uh, I think Democrats are scratching their heads. They're seeing themselves with a bunch of lefties in their party that are trying to drive the party to the left. And uh, there's Democrats right now that are seriously thinking about how they're going to be uh, voting in the future. And I think there's some opportunity in this. Well, you're starting to see some real splits coming out when they're, they're a constant drive right now for uh, it, uh, driver's licenses for illegals. I mean, where, where does this it's, stuff come from? It's unbelievable. From? It's just, you know, it's, <laughs> driving is a privilege. Okay, yeah. Driver's license is a privilege in the state of New York. Why yeah. are we extending a privilege to illegals? I'm not talking about uh, uh, you know migrants that come over legally. No, uh, no. Uh, you know, it's it's people that that haven't earned, they haven't earned the right. They haven't worked here legally. They haven't uh, uh, contributed, if you want to call to the call to, to the fabric of our state. Uh, and uh, guys like Cuomo, it's just expanding the Democratic majority. That's all he's interested. That's all in. it is. It, yeah. It's just uh, trolling for votes. Looking for votes because too many people are leaving. They're, too many people are leaving the state. They had to repopulate somehow, some way. And so by giving driver's licenses, and then they say they're going to be able to vote. 
You know, and, and well, that'll the, all come in some kind of amnesty in the future. Oh, yeah. That, uh, the that, census that, is yeah. going to be coming, so yeah. some of these congressional districts might be both gone. Houses and, and the presidency, they'll, they'll, they'll run for that amnesty thing. They're oh, yeah. Filling up the country with all these uh, uh, illegals now, and uh, uh, they'll eventually give them all amnesty. That's, well, that's uh, you know, you could see this all, all this stuff coming, and you wonder how, how the country should could get so far off the rails uh, all of a sudden. And it, uh, you just think back to 2016, how fortunate we were to squeeze by with Trump oh, yeah. in office. Uh, you know, I, that that was that was the, a great moment in the history of our country. Yeah, I agree. And what this guy's been doing for the, the country, uh, because he's just, he's got energy like I've never imagined. He, I, I don't know how he keeps it. He doing, goes. And, and he's just... Uh, He's doing all the right things yeah. in my book, obviously, yeah. and uh, and I think that recognition is slowly sinking in with a lot of people. So I don't think he's going to have any trouble in 2020. I I think it's going to well he's going to have trouble, but it's not going to be especially if if the Democrats uh, 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 have Biden as their candidate. Biden, well, they got 22 candidates. Biden, there's no right way now. you can put Biden on a stage next to Trump. No, uh, you know Biden's sound asleep. Yeah, uh, <laughs> look, but, you talk about low energy. That guy's got no energy. I um, think he's uh, got he's got issues. Biden's got issues. Well, one of the, one of the thing I uh, one of the items I brought up with Trump's uh, campaign people is is we should start identifying now who Trump's successor would be in twenty twenty four, and. Uh, I even gave him a suggestion. I, I I said, you know, we should start grooming Nikki Haley uh, to be the, the the successor to Trump in 2024. Uh, that I think is an important feature in the 2020 election that he is providing for that future, and that he is uh, grooming somebody to take to take his place, uh, somebody who uh, she has no baggage that we're we're aware of that we know of yeah uh, she's a woman she's a very capable woman i mean she illustrated she that impressed me with the UN. the un representative yeah and uh uh she's uh, she has the same conservative republican values i think she's you know she she's very adept at, at handling the job so i i think that uh, uh having uh not necessarily announced but having it illustrated that you know his his administration would highly support that for the future is uh is going to be a big part of 2020 hmm. you don't uh, think it's going to be you don't think it's going to be pence no i think it's uh pence is a little bit too uh, uh carries too much of the christian thing to uh to really to attract yeah i i don't think he could i don't think he could uh engage those those that don't necessarily live that life every day, <laughs> you know. I I, I think a Nikki Haley would have a much better chance than Pence. Hmm. That's interesting. I, yeah. I hadn't even I hadn't even Pence thought is a great guy. It. Oh, I know. He's awesome. I'd yeah. like to I'd like yeah. to meet him someday. And with you, yeah. maybe I, I can if he ever comes to this town. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I know it's uh. We're coming up. We got to take a quick break, and we get back from the quick break. We're gonna get into some of the state stuff. I don't know what's going on with Dave DPH, or he might have fallen asleep at that meeting he's supposed to be <laughs> speaking at. And uh, but but as soon as we get back, we'll get we'll get on something that's going to keep everybody interested. And we always do. All right, so we'll be right back. 
The Financial Guys, where money meets politics. Call now at 1-800-616-9236. We want to hear your voice. 1-800-616-9236. Okay, folks, we're back. It was a, a quick break. I do want to plug something that um, Mike and Glenn are doing. If you're friends with them on Facebook or you're on their Instagram account, um, you've got to go see this. I, I can't even describe it. It's a, it's a magnet that you can put on your car or your truck or your refrigerator or you can bring it into work. It, I, I, I wish I could read it. It's, if anybody's seen the sign on the side of my truck, it's along those lines. So go to my Facebook page and Carl's Facebook page and the Financial Guys Facebook page and see the magnetic sign that they're selling. And they're selling it, and 100% of the proceedings go to Oshai Children's Hospital. So it's um, there's words in it that I can't I can't say on the radio, <laughs> but it's awesome, and uh, they want to donate all of the money to Oshai uh, Children Children's Hospital. So um, go check it out. You got to check it out. That sounds nice. Yeah. yeah. During during the break, we were we were talking about some. We went from Pence, and all of a sudden, we jumped in a Donald Jr. And uh, there's been rumors out there that Donald Jr. may want to run for. Um, Mayor of New York City. Now we, it, I don't think De Blasio is ever going to get reelected. I we both know that New York City is a swamp, a cesspool, or whatever you want to call it. Do you think he'd ever do it? Well, you could ever I remember. Win? I remember sitting in Trump's office a few days after the election, and he said, uh, "Carl, he he said, how did I do in Manhattan?" And I said. I said, you don't really want to know. No. And he he said, no, seriously, how did I do? And I said, 9%. And he he makes this face and he said, 9%? He said, I thought these people liked me. I said, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) And and that was much better than the Bronx, okay? I mean, he, he, uh, uh, you know, our our values uh, in that city – just uh, yeah. don't ring. And we're it, not you know, friendly, I, yeah. I'm not sure that, that Junior uh, uh, would do much better than his dad did down there. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, the, the key to our future is getting the vote out in upstate New York and showing yeah. showing the strength to overcome New York City. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that's that's the key to the future and, and identifying the working man uh, re-identifying the working man as the central theme of the party, rather than the the silk stocking guy with his cigar in his mouth and uh, you know like some smoke filled room uh, making decisions for good people, uh, and that's that's why I think the image of getting rid of the image of Cox was so important. That was his image. Oh uh, yeah, and and uh, and Nick Nick has a different image, and I think I think Nick. Uh, with a good grassroots, he's encouraged all these county chairs. He got them all uh, working with him. So, uh, if we use that as a as a, a foundation to our our uh, future policies and platforms, uh, reattracting the working man to to the Republican Party is the essence of the future for New York State. If if we have any chance at all, well, I'm not going to disagree with you at all. No. It's just. Um the, the grassroots that you're talking about and not necessarily, you know, we, we started this back in 2010, all right, and when, when you were running for governor, we created a grassroots network across this state. Was, yeah, that was it was so awesome. 
unbelievably formidable. Yeah. We destroyed yeah. the Republican establishment. Well, the thing that bothers me about that and is is that that was really grassroots. That is the grassroots. Yeah. But too many of that grassroots is pushed aside by the by the establishment party, by the Republican Party. So in order for them to really become become the the party of real grassroots, they have to make contact with those people yeah. and not and stop calling them names. And you know, I wasn't going to go here, and I'm and I'm really not. I mean, in order to really have real grassroots. The Tea Party is grassroots, and they they carry every single banner that the Republicans carry, every single banner that the conservatives carry. It's the Tea Party. The Second Amendment people are the same yeah. way, and we those people have all got to be involved, and they have to feel welcomed. They have to feel welcomed if it's well, if that cut Republicans I, I are ever going to grow. I think the opportunity is there now, Russ. I uh, hope so. In the past, it wasn't there because we had poor leadership. We had. Uh, a disintegrated party that we've been living with up until now. I think Nick's going to pull that together, and uh, and and bringing the Tea Party and these other uh, uh, group from uh, Long Island, uh, uh, CSA, Judy Pepinella, uh, yeah, CSA, group, cons- uh, you know, bringing all the, these these various groups uh, uh, in uh, into work on expanding our base is going to be very, very important. Well, we still and, have a lot and, of that uh, base that's still there in different areas. It's faded away, but that base is still there in the majority yeah. of the areas. And we I can, mean, New York, New York, uh, uh, its future right now is so bleak. Oh, yeah, just, just, I agree. I mean, uh, uh, the competency of these people that were elected to, to uh, represent uh, us in the, in the Senate and the Assembly and, and – Como, I mean, Como is a joke. Uh, he just, I'm fascinated on how his mind drifts way over to the left, and how, I mean, <clears throat> just take. He's take, a dangerous take the, joke. If take it was, the what he basic is. fact that that this guy has felt that it was so important to engage the environmentalists that he denied New York fracking. Okay. Yeah, I know. Fracking know. would have brought such wealth to this state. Yep. Uh, unbelievable wealth. It would have subsidized our government. We wouldn't have taxes that have gone up so high because it would be generating uh, royalties uh, 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 at a great pace. Instead of giving us that, he gives us five new casinos yeah. to suck the last blood out of, out of the, the little guys, okay, the poor, the poorest people in the state, putting their nickels and dimes into these silly machines. You know, I... That was so obviously crude and off balance for a leader, uh, but nobody spoke up. No, nobody spoke up about it. You know nope. how how treacherous for a leader to deny us that opportunity for great wealth, jobs, okay, expansion of businesses, uh, uh, and 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 a great subsidy for the state budget. Oh, absolutely. You know? And look at the the places where they're doing the fracking down in Pennsylvania in Ohio. Are thriving, they're thriving right now. It's, uh, but no, not us. I, I mean, we we brought it up. You know, while you were talking, I looked over at the at the text board. The first comment: "You guys are great." Well, no, we're not great. We're just common sense is about all we're doing. What do you think about Candace Owens? By the way, you you guys are both so loved. Thank who, you, who's Candace? Candace Owens. You don't know who Candace Owens? No. I bet you if you saw her, you'd know her. Okay. I'll send you some stuff on Candace Owens. She's incredible. 
That woman is incredible. She's a uh, she's a black woman and very conservative, and yeah. just tells it the way it is. She's in, she, she's unbelievable. Or Ivanka, Ivanka for president. I don't know if that'll ever happen, but <laughs> <laughs> all right. So back on Cuomo for a quick second. One thing that really fries me is is what I see going on. Okay, our infrastructure is just so dilapidated. Pothole rolls roads, bridges that are falling apart, or like in Niagara Falls, perfect two perfectly good bridges being completely removed and demolished so Cuomo can hire his favorite contractors to go in and expand more green space and bike paths. And then the detours that we have to take are all getting ripped apart because they're putting in new water lines. Yeah. So now you're forced to go through the main drag Every single day going to and from work, but yet we need more green space? What about fixing the roads? What about economic development? Well, we know how well his economic development works with, uh, well, it's like a cylinder and solar. It seems like (laughs) solar's going up everywhere. Uh, The guy, he just, you know me, Cuomo makes my teeth itch, always has made my teeth itch, just to even hear from him. I don't know. I don't know what to do to get rid of the guy except to get everybody out to vote. Does it take nine bullets to kill a deer? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> no, it doesn't, but it doesn't mean that I can't carry nine bullets. <laughs> but I did want to say that Duke is here. Yep. He's, he's finally, he, he, yeah, he just heard me say he's his gonna name. going to be 14 next up. week. 14. Yeah. And Marie has a party scheduled for him. Uh, I forget what day it is, but uh, is he going to send out invitations? Oh, <laughs> she, well, she she does it big, yeah. You know, little hats, really? special ice cream, dog ice cream that they get, and uh, oh my god! And he he's all excited. He's been excited about it. As you can see, he's showing some of that excitement right all now. All right, I'll have to get down. He's showing it. <laughs> all right, a quick break, and then we'll be right back, folks. Thanks. <laughs> You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll-free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Hello, folks. We're back. Russ Thompson, Carl Palladino, sitting in for The Financial Guys. Um, if you need to get a hold of them, if you think like them, you need uh, good financial information, give them a call at their office at 633-1515. And I noticed up on the board, up on the call board, we got Jill. Music is art. And Jill, how you doing? I'm good. How are you today? I'm good. What's going on? Well, we are calling in to promote our meat raffle that we're having for Music is Art. Oh, all right. Meat raffle. Those are great. It is uh, Robbie Tic Tac's foundation in Buffalo. It was founded in 2003. Um, and we work on, you know, raising money throughout the year to kind of give back to the community. Sure. Through instrument programs, through our festival, through lots of things. So this is going to be on Saturday, June 15th um, oh. at the Variety Club Banquet Hall. 
Uh, tickets are $10 each, and you can purchase them right online at musicisart.org. Uh, we're going to be having, you know, the doors will open at 6. First spin will be at 7. Um, our very own DJ Donnie Razor and Bill from 97 Rock are going to be our MCs. And it's going to be filled with, you know, 10 rounds of uh, meat and also at the same time kind of broken up with some tickets for some fun things and some music as art spins on stuff. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, j- just repeat that, Jill. Uh, on uh, the June 15th at 6 o'clock, yes. uh, the location? It's June 15th at 6 p.m., and the first spin is going to be at 7 o'clock. The location is the Variety Club Banquet Hall, which is on Broadway, uh, 6114 Broadway in Lancaster. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very wish much. Wish you the best. Yep. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it too. Thank you. All right. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, I have to tell you a story. Okay. I. Uh, you always have good stories. Uh, last Saturday, I, I uh, uh, was taking Duke, and we're going over to, to, to the grocery store. And I come out of the grocery store, and he had had a little accident on the front seat of the car. So I go home. I clean it up. Mm-hmm. But still, I felt it was dirty, you know, and that. So I go, to, I go to Delta Sonic, and Delta Sonic does a interior cleaning and really yeah. nice, okay. But they put your carpets on the back seat, okay. They put them in plastic and it, so they can fin- finish drying. So I go home, and on Sunday afternoon, I, go to, I put the carpets down on the, uh, uh, in the car, and the the, uh, the the carpet for the the driver's side doesn't fit, okay. Okay. I said, oh, darn it! I said I, I have to go back to Delta. They gave me the wrong carpet, okay. So I go back there, and the same little girls there, you know. And I said, honey, excuse me, but I was here yesterday, so I remember. And I I said uh, you gave me the wrong carpet for the driver's side, and she said, oh no, that's not possible, you know. And I I said, no, seriously, I mean it doesn't fit. Right. All right. And she said, that's not possible, sir. I'm really sorry, but because I, I did your car personally, okay? And I, and I said, I, I, I said, come on, I'll show you. She said, let me get my boss. So the boss comes over, okay? And I tell him the story. He says, can I look at it? And I said, sure. So I go out to the car. I open the door, and there it is. It's sitting there, and it doesn't fit, mm-hmm. okay? And the guy's standing there. He's looking at it, and he looks at me, and then he reaches down, and he turns it over. And it fits perfectly. <laughs> now, now you you have to catch the moment, okay? I'm standing there, I'm watching this, all right, and and the humiliation was just unbearable. Oh I, yeah, I couldn't turn and look at the guy, and he and he says, oh, "Don't worry, sir. Okay, stuff like this happens, okay." And I, I mean, how stupid was I not to try to turn the stupid carpet over? It just. Yeah, it was one of those days, you know. You you just mm-hmm. uh, the the logic goes away, and you just uh, have your moments. We all we all have those days. Some, <laughs> something as simple as that. So I could I could absolutely relate to you. How humiliating! I, I had is. to go in and apologize to the little girl. It was just so. <laughs> well, and then as you drove away, they were probably laughing at you. That yeah. senile old man. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> All right, up on the uh, on the calls, we get Julie up in Amherst. She's calling about separating New York. Hi, Julie. Hi. Hi. It was a one comment I had. My grandfather was a six-term assemblyman in the 20s and 30s and advocated for separate. He used to talk about it, I guess. I never knew him. He died before I was born. But um, What was his name? Uh, Henry Hutt. Henry Hutt. H-U-T-T. His... 
his um, hmm. wife's uncle was Charlie the Butcher, who was the first mayor of Buffalo, who used the new the current city hall in 1930. Huh. Wow. And they had a... Mil- well, he had the right idea. Too yeah. bad that uh, he couldn't get the steam up then. He also... Well, he lost a congressional race. He was running... Of course, it was around the Depression, and uh, he believed that welfare should not be for smokes and liquor. Mm-hmm. Funny. Here we are later. Exactly. <laughs> but um, my... I also have a question regarding voter fraud. Um, there... Project Veritas. I, I've been watching the news. I haven't th- seen a thing on our local news. And you probably won't. Yeah, exactly. They exposed um, some voter fraud where I remember in 2012 with an election when Sandy Beach was on the phone of a young guy. You know, his, his call-in was, what was your election experience like with Romney versus yeah, and uh, one, two people called in. One was obvious electioneering, and the other one was creepy with um, voter issue, where the guy's brother had moved away, had not been on the rolls in two years, and mysteriously appeared on the rolls again, and had not yet moved back to the area. Oh yeah, Project Veritas um, filmed. They had gone to the Board of Elections in Erie County. And they found people down in Florida who had voted down in Florida and supposedly voted up here. By absentee ballot? Uh, No, in person. And what they found was three of these people um, had never been back up here. They changed their registration and all that stuff, and, and they've never been back up here. And someone was voting in their name. So wait a minute, Project Veritas actually filmed up here in Erie County? They did. They showed. The I did not know that. And uh, yeah, you have to look under. You have to dig, of course, because of the algorithms. Right. And um, they also um, were associated with the guy who was just acquitted of any wrongdoing. I guess he can release his films of the baby parts selling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. But they, the board of elections. So it's it's under Project Veritas. Brave. You have to dig for it. Yeah, I'm going to have to dig for it because I did not see that, and I've been watching. Uh, Project Veritas a lot, and um, I think they do some incredible work. And they seem to bury the new stuff, that you know, YouTube, typical. But they also found a guy in New Hampshire who has been prosecuted because he deliberately voted in Florida and up in New Hampshire. And then there was someone else up on Grand Island who knew he was voting in two places. I don't know if he double voted for the same thing. I don't know what that's happening with. Wait a minute, on Grand Island. (laughs) You got my attention there. Yep, and one in... um, Wait a minute, okay, let's go back to Grand Island for a second. (laughs) When did this happen? Uh, This was was like, I think 2018. They were uh, centering on... Was his name Russ Thompson? (laughs) I don't know. He was... Was old though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> that was me. That was Russ, okay. Yeah. No, I did not vote in two places. Yeah, but there was this one young guy, and I'm thinking, I wonder if this is if this is the guy whose brother, you know, because his parents are still living in that house, and supposedly. Oh, so it was actually somebody. Maybe the. Game. <laughs> this just opens a box. The poster child in Western New York for <laughs> for voter fraud is is uh, our assemblywoman uh, Crystal Peoples. Oh yeah, who for years and years and years uh, uh, 
rigged uh, many, many, and I'm talking about that just not a one-off type, uh, somebody voting twice or something like that. I'm talking about voting dead people and people who didn't show up at the polls, slamming the door on the on the uh, the voter inspectors uh, at five <clears throat> o'clock so that they could uh, manipulate the polls. I mean, it, it's some serious stuff. But our government people, uh, uh, you know, they don't. We don't. We don't have many government people that that have the uh, intestinal fortitude or or you want to call it inclination to uh, pursue. Uh, voter type uh, crimes and uh, and serious voter type crimes. Uh, these things have been pointed out to them and over the years, and they're just not so inclined. In fact, Eric Holder during uh, during the his tenure as as U.S. Attorney uh, uh, or Attorney General uh, uh, instructed that U.S. attorneys across the country could not uh, prosecute a a minority uh, office holder without sign off from Washington D.C., which was which was terrible, Ugh. just terrible. Yeah. Anything more, Julie? Well, um, I'm just wondering because I, I I thought there was much more risk of uh, voter fraud from our own people than there was from Russia. But uh, there was someone on um, hand <laughs> last night, a woman whose name I didn't catch. I didn't see the whole thing. And she said that the investigations into spying and things they're finding are back like as early as 2012 even. So I'm wondering how much goes before that. And then seeing the undercover videos from Hillary's campaign guy talk oh. about busing people, yep. plus loads of people to vote twice. And This stuff has been going on Hillary, right under our noses for Hillary years Clinton's and years camp- and years. Hillary Clinton's campaign solicited... And paid for the steel yeah, uh, dossier uh, document, and and uh, you know, I mean, and here they the press is so protective of her and shielding her so much that they've concocted this whole Russian thing as though it's some big enormous uh, scandal that took place, uh, which even I mean they spent uh, to to date I think one hundred forty thousand dollars. <clears throat> you don't get much election fraud, okay, for $140,000. I mean, it's it, it's it, it's way overblown. It's it's all, in my book, okay, uh, a liberal progressive press trying to protect the Clinton heritage. And uh, and hopefully when this inspector general comes out with his, his report, we're going to get start to get serious about the crimes and uh, the collusions and the uh, – uh, uh, the the bad the bad acting by uh, Clinton in her her race. And Somebody's got to do it. And you just you just actually gave her a little bit of class by calling it the Clinton Heritage, yeah, like the Heritage <laughs> Foundation. I have a question too, because I've always thought the Russia collusion thing was a red herring to cover up all the stuff they've done. I think that's probably going to come out, but the the video for Benghazi. Um, didn't a guy spend time in jail over the video that they blamed for the Benghazi attack when they found and proven since then that Hillary Clinton knew the night of the attack that it was Oh yeah. Them? In- instantly, it instantly everything was blamed on that video. I think the guy was actually thrown in a jail. Yeah, and and then he was released and exonerated, but of course when he was released and exonerated, nobody knew anything about it, and still nobody knows anything about it. I, I, I thought I thought he went to jail, and I'm thinking of the Navy seaman that's 
spent a year in jail, you know, who yeah. has a case right now, I think, for in, unequal justice under the law, given what Hillary didn't get. Yeah, Benghazi was a concoction of, of uh, the woman who was uh, Thank you, Julie. Obama's shadow government. Uh, she, uh, what was her name? Uh, Julie? No, uh, she was Obama's number two uh, in uh, in the White House, and she ordered the stand down. Jarrett, when, when Valerie they, Jarrett, Valerie Jarrett, Valerie Jarrett. And when when she ordered the stand down uh, herself in in the because Obama was sleeping uh, uh, in the uh, uh, that strategic room in the White House, and and uh, uh, told the admiral not to send not to send help. They were given that orders thing went to stand on for hours down. and hours and hours. Yeah. They could have flown planes in from Italy, and, uh, and and or they could have got the Egyptians just to do a flyover. It would have been it, that anything in twenty minutes. But uh, no, anything they, would have been better than nothing. That was Valerie Jarrett not wanting to. The election was two weeks away, and she didn't want to affect the election. So that was her call. It's terrible, terrible. Four people died, unfortunately. For no good reason. No, and a lot of it is boiled. There's a lot of rumors out there about gun running by uh, the Clinton administration, and well, Hillary Clinton gun running, and up into um, oh, I, I wouldn't even want to get into all the rumors and speculation that's out there about everything that went on with Benghazi. But it was wrong. Plain and simple, it was ben, wrong. Benghazi was was the transfer of weapons. Yeah, that they were feeding to ISIS. In, in Syria, in right? In Syria. Yeah. Uh, and that's what the CIA group was doing in Benghazi, uh, is uh, assembling these weapons from Libya, okay, to from trans- Libya and transferring to, to Syria. To Syria uh, so that uh, they could uh, support ISIS. We, create, in, in a oh, sense, yeah, created did. ISIS. Yep. Okay. That was an Obama special. Yeah. It's no question about no. it. But I think we've got to take a quick break. And we get back from that. We'll just continue on. And um, there's a couple people that are on the on the phones. We'll we'll, we'll go to the phones too. You want to give a call eight zero three zero nine thirty, and um, we'll bring you up. All right, we'll be we'll be right back. Forget the extremists. It's simple. No one hunts with an assault rifle. No one needs ten bullets to kill a deer. You're listening to The Financial Guys, Len Wiggle and Mike Lomas. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free at 800-616-WBEN and sell calls are free at star 930. That soundbite still drives me crazy. No one needs 10 bullets to kill a deer. <sighs> Sounds like he's from Boston more than anything else. I do have to have to say I got a, the biggest kick out and I got a couple of text messages on it too. About Julie talking about the one guy in Grand Island and voter fraud. <laughs> it's just so funny because everybody keeps, you know, the leftists that are out there continue to say that I'm that I am a convicted felon. No, I'm not. <laughs> All the felony charges were dismissed. Dismissed. I was not a felon. I did not do <laughs> voter fraud. Uh. Me and Susan B. Anthony, we got something in common, right? You call up the Board of Elections and ask them where to vote. They say, oh, vote where you normally, where you used to vote. <laughs> so you do, and then you next thing you know, you're standing in front of a judge on, on voter fraud <laughs> charges. But anyway, thank you, Julie, for that call. It was very enlightening. 
<laughs> All right, we got Bill and Eden. Are you going to co- comment on the governor? Hey, What's Russ and hey, Carl. Hi. That lead-in that you had was perfect because I put together four different things that our governor has said. You've probably heard all or most of these. Most likely. Yeah, and at the, listen to the very end. It's only 57 seconds long. Okay, go ahead. Here we go. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. Yeah. <laughs> Here's another one. I'm undocumented. You want to deport an undocumented person, start with me. Okay. Because I'm an undocumented person. <laughs> A little bit more. Yeah. And one more. It is our position to make change. We have a Democratic Senate, a Democratic Assembly. Now is the time to make these changes. There are no more excuses, my friends. Now is the time to do what you said you were going to do all those years. Bill, can you send me a copy of that so I can boom it up? Absolutely. Thank you. I've got a couple of them on my uh, on my computer, but I would all four of them together like that is good. Yeah. I, yeah. If some if anybody goes to uh, YouTube and goes to my channel, and all they got to do is look at you know what I have posted, you're gonna find a few of them on that. Um, the guy's a moron. I'm sorry, he's a moron. I couldn't find the audio where he said I am the government. It seems like that particular audio has been expunged from any vestige online that you could find it on. Do you remember that when he said, I am the government? Yeah, that sounds familiar. Well, yeah, and he also said something about uh, the conservatives can leave the state. Uh, uh, the, the, yeah, he just played a, part of that. Oh, yeah, the, the, I've got it. Yeah. I'll send it to you. Yeah. It's in my YouTube channel. I uploaded it on YouTube. And, Russ, I'm so glad to hear that you're doing better, man. I and mean, all those prayers work, so God bless you. And oh, thanks. Do you have a preferred um, way to send you something, like email or something? or? Yeah, um, I get uh, email, or you can. Are you on Facebook at all? Um, I could. Yeah, I can get there somehow. So. Well, I mean, if you're not on, if you don't have a Facebook account, it's going to be awful difficult for you. Yeah, or maybe I could ask. Um, I'll tell you what. You send it to this Mini Max Concrete M I N I M A X Concrete at Gmail dot com. Okay. All right, that's my business email. It's not my personal one. Okay. And, and uh, you and can. A, uh, I'm uh, C Paladino. At ellicottdevelopment.com. Okay. And everybody in the world has already got Carl's email address. So. <laughs> right. Guys, keep and, and if you want to get on my boom list, to send me, send me your uh, email. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Bye. All right. See you later. He uh, he calls into um, Bali and, and Bellavia a lot, and he's always playing these great things through his. I don't know whether he's got it on his phone or whether yeah. he just records it or something. But um, I think he even sings. Don't you sing too, Bill? <laughs> he's he's one of these a good caller. And then we got um, Rick on a cell phone. Hey, he wants to talk about Russia. What's going on, Rick? Hey, um, I got two questions for you. Okay. Number one, I, I want your both both your opinion on whether um, what's this guy that uh, is running for the uh, town seat. Is he or is he not a pro-Trumper or a uh, no-Trumper? That, that is not obviously not Mike Caputo, uh, but uh, he's the, uh, I think he's a uh, 
state senator now? Uh, oh, uh, Chris Jacobs. No, Chris Jacobs has denied that he's a, a, a never-Trumper. He, he's come out and he said that very clearly. Uh, uh, Collins was trying to take a shot at him over that because at one time uh, uh, he said something negative about, about Trump. But he by far is, and I know him very closely, he's, uh, he's a very pro-Trump uh, advocate right now and, uh, and, and uh, has assured me that uh, that's, that's— From somebody who I respect, yeah. that, that would— I'll go with that answer. Yeah, it's it's not likely that that Collins is going to uh, run again. I mean, I, uh, I I I think you know what he's probably doing is is leveraging his uh, office with the U.S. Attorney to uh, uh, to get a a deal for him and his son and uh, and uh, son's girlfriend and uh, her father, I guess. Even more important one is. With regard to this Russia collusion uh, witch hunt, uh, I, I've always wondered. I, I mean, I never had any question about it in, in my mind because I. There's absolutely no evidence whatsoever of, of a Russian collusion, okay, by anybody uh, uh, except uh, uh, with the Democrats, okay, to produce the Steele dossier. Mm-hmm. Matter where it came from. It might, Russia may have something to do with it, may not. But no, it's it's just anti-Trump. It's these people, these loonies in the press that that have nothing better to do than try to destroy this man, and and that's that's a natural inclination when you have a person that is successful with the voters as Trump is. Trump is so unique and has so uniquely come into that office and done exactly as he promised. He does it with huge energy. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't have many reservations. And true, he's he's uh, he's got a. He, there's some self love involved, okay. And he's not afraid to tell you that he's the best guy in the world, which is okay, as long as you're producing. And he is producing. And the Democrats are frightened to death that they're not going to have a fair chance in 2020. Well, you know that's the reality of it. And this is what they do. They lie. They concoct things. You know they. <clears throat> they're all part of the swamp, and there's a lot of Republicans that are in bed with them. But but uh, this nonsense is just, it's sickening that people are turning their TVs off. They can't stand it. I actually listened to MSNBC a couple weeks ago, oh. and I, I listened as long as I possibly could, and then I, I just screamed in the car. I just <laughs> I, I just could not believe, okay, the nonsense that comes out of these people. Just, just, just terrible, terrible. I have a question, though. Why didn't all this stuff that came out on WikiLeaks was never denied by Hillary, the, the campaign, or anything? So where was our press? Do we need WikiLeaks to give us the? They want you to overlook the thirty thousand messages. Okay, that she deleted. They want you to look the other way. They want you know. I mean, here she is under subpoena from the House of Representatives to produce them, and she deletes them. That's a crime, man. That's a crime. Okay, Comey got up and said, oh, he couldn't find a crime, okay, or he, he couldn't prosecute her, all right? And we know all about Comey now. So his character, his integrity, okay, we're always lacking. Uh, she should be, uh, and I, I'm sure she's worried about it, okay, that Barr and company will do something about it. That, that, uh, that, that, Make a bigger deal of that, though, the fact that the media covered it up. I mean, it's pretty obvious that uh, they never denied any of the WikiLeaks. Why doesn't the GOP make a big deal out of that? That's what I don't understand. 
Okay, I gotta I gotta cut this off. Part of the swamp. <laughs> Rick, I want to thank you for the for the call. I just uh, had to I gotta drop you because we got a a hard break coming up right now. But I want to elaborate on this after we get back from the break. Be right back. The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It is a crisis of confidence. While our economy may be weakened and our confidence shaken, it's time to talk money. The people are looking for honest answers, not easy answers. And we cannot rely on quick fixes or easy answers. It's the Financial Guys radio program. I do not promise a quick way out of our nation's problems. I wish I could tell you there was a quick fix to our economic problems. With local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. To take no unnecessary trips. We can't drive our SUVs. And we will make America great again. God bless you and good night. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back. Financial Guys Show. Russ Thompson, Carl Palladino, filling in with the financial guys. If you need the financial guys, you're looking for some financial advice, you think like them, give them a call at their office, 633-1515. Um, I still can't believe they're over 20 years they've been on the air. But they, they allow us to fill in every once in a while, which is nice. Tim Wanger, I want to thank Tim for allowing us to come in. And uh, WBEN for hosting it. Uh, only, it's the only radio station I listen to, believe it or not. <laughs> but anyway, to elaborate on what we were talking about just before the end of the break, if anybody out there is expecting the media to cover anything that's truthful anymore, they're barking up the wrong tree. They're waiting for the wrong thing because it's not going to happen. I mean, if you look at some of the ratings that I've been watching on CNN, MSNBC, they are tanking. I don't even know. I think the only reason why CNN is still on the air is because it's in every single airport around the world. Yeah. That's yeah. probably the only we reason we don't allow why. It. We don't allow it in any of our properties. If we have TVs in public areas. Oh, I wouldn't either. They all have to have Fox on. Yeah. Good. Good. I mean, if... The, you know, like in hotels and in um, other properties. Well, that should, that should be very inviting for people. And it would be well, inviting for me. They're not going to get brainwashed in, you know, any of our... No, <laughs> no, but if you if you're looking, if anybody's looking for the truth, you got to look for it. It's not going to come to you. It's not going to be handed to you. Uh, if you if you look at the way the press has been treating uh, the Trump Net, Netanyahu uh, relationship, and uh, <clears throat> uh, my view, knowing knowing him and knowing the way he he. Uh, he approaches things and negotiates. Uh, I'm I'm seeing him doing major suck up with Netanyahu for a reason, and that reason is that when Jared 
and that other fellow come out with their peace plan for the Palestinian issue, mm-hmm. that they're going to knock Israel hard and that Israel should be knocked hard, okay, and, uh, to, re- to resolve. So, I mean, he's, he's shown all this inclination toward, <clears throat> toward Israel and Netanyahu, but, but what he's preparing them for is that he's going to come in there uh, with a, 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 a suggested peace plan that's going to be very favorable to the Palestinians, that these people have been severely maligned by, by the Zionists in, in Israel for a long time. And it's you see that is, is, uh, the, do you see there's going to be another election? And uh, yeah, yet another one that could not put together a government. Unfortunately, he couldn't put. He was one vote short of a government. So, yeah. so that, now they put it off till September. I think he sees this thing coming, and he didn't want to put together a government. I think he wanted to well, hold be. off. You know, uh, you know. On the other hand, you got you've got Miss May over in Britain. Okay, she may may not. I mean, the woman can't make up her mind whether she's for Brexit or not. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she's being pushed in a direction that she you know, does not want to go. In. She's another case, and I I I'm looking at at Trump probably making a very strong uh, statement while he's over there next this week or next. That week, wouldn't surprise going, me at all. You know to, that he will he will. Uh, He'll tell the Brits, you know, you don't need Europe. Okay, Europe is is going in a different direction, and yeah. uh, and and stay the course, and, and don't even think about paying them twenty five billion dollars to 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 leave. I, I mean, that, it's been three separate <clears throat> things that she's tried to put forward to get the vote out to be favorable I mean, here's, here's for the a, people to go, to grab Brexit again, and it's not happening, and yeah. she does not want to accept it. It's just, yeah, here, I mean, here's a guy who is, you know, with the trade. Uh, issues with now Mexico and China, uh, you know, it, it, the press wants to make it that there's a risk, okay, that he's running by taking a hard stance on these issues. This is the old wimp, you know, right. uh, 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 Democrat progressive wimp. Yeah, uh, don't uh, don't do anything. You know, Everything strategy. will be okay. Yeah, don't do everything, yeah. you know, because you're going to in some way upset the <laughs> apple cart, you know. And Trump's going right ahead, you know, and he's and he's uh, he's taking on Mexico. <clears throat> because of this tragedy of all these people, I mean, it's it, it's it's more of a, a a sensitivity to the to the hell that these people are going through, yeah, and bra- dragging their kids up all the way through Mexico and uh, and trying to come, and uh, and and uh, and then having to go through this system of ours. Uh, you know, it's not that we don't want good people coming into the country. We've got good employment, and we, you know, we can open the doors uh, to a degree for legal legal. Access. And, uh, and that's key, and, and that's that's what the Dems they they just don't want to confront any of this before the election. They're no. they're out there. With, I mean, this Nancy Pelosi's a fog brain, and she's just that's good a fog she, brain. I like she, that. She just has has no command of of uh, these lefties that uh, are no. in her party. She's you know, panicked. She's I think. up and down about impeaching him. They have no grounds to impeach him. No. It's, I mean, no. it's, and, but the press preys on it every day, and it's so sickening. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. So to let's watch see, we've Nancy, solved most of the world's problems so far, haven't we? I mean, did I cover enough? <laughs> oh, I didn't talk about Venezuela. Oh, Venezuela. Yeah, yeah. That's another one. I mean, you could just imagine. Well, the New York Times said we shouldn't uh, invade Venezuela because uh, it's not a Granada. <laughs> it's like. Venezuela, right. those the right. people are dying. They're literally dying. Three million dying people have crossed into Colombia. I mean, it's it's insane. 
<clears throat> and the New York Times is uh, the 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 wimps at the Times are are trying to scare the people that you know we're gonna we're gonna have a tough time you know landing the Marines on the beach. Right, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah I got. I want to go to this call real <coughs> quick. It's uh, Steve in Amherst. He says he wants to say hello to Carl. Steve. Carl, uh, I just want to tell you, and so the public is aware of Carl Palladino, father, baseball coach. And the guy who took my friend out for ice cream, who played ball with your son, who'd spent a couple times at your house, I always would go, he's passed on now. I would always go over there, and we would always drive by your house because he had fond memories of you and your son. Uh, Why did Buffalo to know that? Thank you, Steve. Thanks, Steve. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. That's nice. Well, there's a lot of a lot of things that yes, Buffalo doesn't know about Carl Palladino. Yes, Sean is on now. Yeah, uh, we gotta. We're gonna go. You know, we gotta take a quick break because uh, Sean's gonna be on for a little bit. Take a quick break right now, and as soon as we get back, we're gonna go to Sean United for Trump and have a have a conversation with him. Be right back. drums <laughs> love that song Ooh, i know it yeah i i it's enjoyed awesome. uh, the other night i went to uh the north park theater to see rocket man oh did you uh uh it was uh elton john elton john uh, yeah uh, and the from what i was told the actor that played elton john Sang all the songs, okay, uh, uh, himself. They they weren't voiceovers from Elton John. Really, he sang them, and I mean, it, you would think it was Elton John. I mean, the 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 number of songs, popular songs that this guy wrote and sang were just it, it was oh, just amazing. And what a talent! I mean, he is a yeah. super talented guy. Yeah, yeah, he really is. Yeah. All right, great, I, great yeah, movie. grew up with Elton John. I mean, come on, all the way back into yeah. the seventies. Yeah. You know, he had, a, he had sort of a tragic life. I mean, they portrayed the, you know, the. Oh, he had his problems, yeah. as we all do. But it, when you get yeah. into stuff like that, and you know, the money and everything, but the he glamour, was, and he was a genius with music. Yeah. Oh, he was, yeah. no question about it. All right, we're gonna bring up Sean now, United for Trump. Sean, how you doing? Hey guys, how are you? Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, we need to know a little bit more about you. What you guys are planning on doing? As we come closer and closer to the 2020 uh, election, we got to start organizing and getting things going to reelect this president. Awesome. So that's exactly what I'm here to talk to you about. Uh, my name's Sean. I'm a young Republican from Long Island, New York. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, it, it's, not, it's not easy sometimes being a conservative these days, being a Republican these days, especially with how polar everything is. That doesn't stop us. Um, I'm a member of an organization called United for Trump. We pulled off a rally that got national media attention in New York City on March 23rd. Yep, I remember it was right out in front of Trump Tower. 
Yep, just a block down from Trump Tower. Uh, I even had a fake news article written about me. Uh, they, they, they called me a green uh, MAGA hat-wearing man rant, uh, ranting into a megaphone. I said, hey, that's great. So if I'm getting hate from these people, that's uh, probably doing something right. You know? Yeah, if you're being attacked, then you're doing something right. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. So it's, uh, it, it was pretty cool. We had the rally right down the road from Trump Tower, and uh, that kind of kicked off what, what we wanted to do. Our organization um, is, is really unique in that we're, we're purely grassroots. Uh, there's a, a bunch of us. You know, we have weekly calls. We're really organizing things now. We're getting ready to, uh, to kick off uh, a whole Northeast tour. And we're looking to really, I, I want to make an introduction to the, the Western New York community. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why we decided to call, call you guys up. And, and we're so grateful for the opportunity to do that. Uh, we have locals in the Western New York area. And our goal, much like everybody's goal that's on board with Donald Trump, is four more years. Right. You know, we're excited to to get our man reelected. We know what we're up against. We know what uh, we know what uh, what's at stake and, and things like that. You know, we have local help in the area, but we're reaching out to a number of national figures at this point to try and drum up the enthusiasm and drum up the support and drum up the uh, not just the votes, but the, the passion that's needed to win the 2020 election. And uh, that's what our organization is really about. Uh, it's purely, like I said, it's purely grassroots. We're looking forward to, uh, to potentially doing, hosting a kickoff event in, in the Western New York area, uh, because of all of the involvement, like you, Carl and, and Russ and, and everybody else that I've been networking with over the last couple of weeks. So that's just a little bit about who we are, um, and, and, uh, and what we're looking to do. Obviously we have one common goal. We want reelection. We, we, we want it so bad. And we're going to stop at nothing to get that. That's that's what we're all about. Right. Well, now, I, you, I admire what you're doing, Sean. And uh, uh, Russ told me that you uh, you might want to be contacting uh, Janine Pirro. And uh, she's a personal friend of mine. And I'd be happy to make that contact for you guys and uh, and encourage it. But that would be that would be fantastic. We yeah. really are appreciative of doing that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, now you got uh, you get websites, Facebook pages, and stuff you want to uh, put out there for everybody to hear. Yeah, we we're all over uh, social media, all over. We have uh, a couple of Facebook uh, Facebook page, United for Trump twenty twenty. Uh, we have a Twitter at United underscore twenty twenty. Okay. We have an Instagram, uh, United for Trump um, twenty twenty. We have I just mentioned the Twitter. We have our website, United for Trump twenty twenty dot org. Uh, we're, we're, we just launched all of that recently. We're kind of experiencing a little bit of a groundswell right now. Um, our social media presence is growing. We have so many talented people in charge of these accounts and whatnot that are, that are just doing such a fantastic job getting the word out. And uh, our message is, is unity, right? Our message is it doesn't matter who you are. If you're behind this president, you're part of the United for Trump family. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. Are you guys... Um I've got a I've got a Trump page, New York for Trump. Are you guys part of that page? I'm not I'm not sure if we are or not. Let's find out. Let's connect because whatever you share, you can share on that page too. There's that's a page I started way back when when Trump was even just thinking about running for president. And there's over two thousand people that are on that page, and it grows. It's like every day I'm approving more and more people. Uh, find find it. And then, um, well, I'll find you, too, and we'll make sure we connect on that page, too. That way, your people can come over here, my people can go over there. You know what I mean? That's the only way we can get anything done is by working together, having, having the same goal, focusing, 
and then pushing forward and winning. Absolutely. I mean, we'll reach out to our social media coordinator and especially the one who's in charge of, uh, of Facebook to make that connection. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll 100% because, like you said, the more numbers we have and the more people that are on the same page and the more people that are operating with that same goal, that four more years goal in mind, you know, the, the, the better our chances are going to be in 2020. So. Now, you yourself are down on Long Island, correct? That is correct. Yeah, I'm Judy Peppinella. You know Judy from uh, CSA? Yes, I do. I met Judy at the uh, at the rally. There you go. Uh, the the twenty twenty the uh, March twenty third rally. Yes, I did. Judy's a good friend of ours. Uh, helped out immensely uh, during Carl's uh, run for governor in two thousand ten, where we which when I first met Judy, and she's a pistol. She is a pistol. She's one hard working woman, and dedicated to the cause. So, <clears throat> well, that's great. Um, Hopefully we can get get the word out there, get people to get, jump on board, and we'll see if we can make some contacts for you guys in, in West New York and possibly help help put together some kind of an event, all right? Yeah, that would be fantastic. It's definitely something that we're looking to do. We're looking to kick off, like I said, an event out in Western New York. We're looking to bring the energy, uh, passion, and, and all of that. When you put it all together, we're unstoppable. We saw what happened in 2016, and it's going to be even even bigger now because we have groups like ours groups like yours that are involved working for the same goal. So thanks again for having me on. We really appreciate it. All right. No problem, Sean. And Sean, uh, 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 get in touch with me. Uh, I don't know. Do you have any of my contact information? I'll, I'll get it to him. I've got okay. him. Oh, okay. All right. I got you, Sean. Okay. All right. We'll, I'll, I'll send you some stuff uh, through in, in um, June, some stuff through Facebook Messenger after we get done with the show. Okay? Excellent. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. Thanks, Sean. Talk to you later. All right, well, it was good to have young people, which is what fires me up the most, get get energized for Trump yeah. is is exciting, you know. Yeah. Um, we're not getting any younger. It's time for more new people to come up and take the reins. I'm more than happy, happy to yeah. help people out as much as I can, wherever I can. And here, you want to sit in my, my seat? Take it. Take it. It's yours. All right? You know, so... This, you know, we we can o- we can only go so far. And Duke's adding in adding his two cents in too. You know, there's only so much we can do. So getting involved, especially with this with this election coming up, Trump 2020, we got to get this guy elected, reelected. Yeah, yeah. We need. Uh, well, we've we've already lost two years of his presidency. Could you imagine what could have been done if he actually had a Congress willing to work with him these first two years? It, we could have had well. That's yeah. that's yeah. besides the point. There's a lot of we, we, lot we did. We, could have we done. did have a Congress the first two years. Yes, as, and the, they, as the last two years here, uh, are, we're running into this stuff. We could have got a lot more done. We should have got a lot more done. We should have got yeah. a lot more yeah. done. That Ryan was useless in the in the house. Well, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he was and, a swamp rat. Another one. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, con- and I, people were trying to convince me that he wasn't, and I knew that he was. No, he was an establishment guy all the way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, there's things about Ryan that have really, really bothered me immensely. <clears throat> but one of the reasons why we held back so much. You think he has to go to the bathroom or yeah, something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Think so I'm going to leave you for a couple minutes. <laughs> no problem at all. <laughs> but anyway, as Carl takes. Takes Duke out for a little walk as his Russ, Russ Thompson filling in for the financial guys. 
If you need the financial guys for any of your financial needs, give them a call at 633-1515. we got a couple minutes before we have to take a break. we got Kevin from Pendleton. How you doing, Kevin? You there? Oh, just drop Kevin somehow. I don't even know how that happened. Kevin, if I if I dropped you, give a call back because I don't know I don't know what happened. He just suddenly disappeared. It might have been me hitting the wrong button on the phone. But anyway, there's, there's so much going on right now, and and this seems to be a lot of activity in, in West New York. A lot of people fired up for Trump, um, which I'm so glad to see. It seems to me that there are more people out there getting involved with state politics and local politics because they've gotten to the point where they got to the breaking point. This, it comes a point in time we can only take so much where you have to start fighting back. And with what's going on in state government and local governments, especially in the state government right now with the, uh, the Democrats control in the Assembly and the Senate, I mean, they're just pushing an agenda – that is completely and totally opposite of what the agenda should be for what, or yeah, should be for what the people are looking for in Western New York. Where once you get out of New York City and out of Albany, this state is much more conservative. And, it's, and we need people that are going to recognize that and govern that way. So coming up on this quick break, we'll be right back, folks. Thank you. since Greg Allman died. Pretty incredible talent. Greg Allman. Frank on the... Uh, is the DJ. He's picking the music. He's, Frank always does a good job. But um, we've got... On the Variety Club, it's a, a fundraiser that uh, was going to call into the show. Alex, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing this afternoon? Doing good. I knew you were going to be calling in. But I wasn't exactly sure what was going on. So what's happening? Yeah. So for the past few years, the Variety Club, we've been lucky enough. We have a, uh, a generous local donor donate a classic car to us that we are then able to raffle off to benefit Western New York children uh, through various programs. And this year we have we've, we were really lucky. We have a really incredible car this year that we're raffling. A car, you said? Yes. What kind of car is it? So it is a 1969 Ford Mustang Mach 1 428 Cobra Jet. I want it. I want it, too. A 428 Cobra Jet is a four-speed or is it automatic? It is an automatic, and it's actually one of only 120 
that were built with an automatic transmission. Yeah, plus with the 428 Cobra jet, that was a rare engine to put out there. That was That's an incredible car. That's an incredible car, and I'm an old motorhead from the 60s and 70s. 30 horsepower, so it is a classic car with a lot of power behind it. Okay, how can people get a hold of that car? Yeah, so it is really easy to buy tickets. Probably the easiest way is to visit our website at varietybuffalo.org. Okay. Or you can call our office at 716-854-7577. Or my favorite way is we have a weekly cruise night, actually, at the Variety Club. You can come on out to our office at 6114 Broadway in Lancaster. Okay. You can actually see the car, and you can buy your tickets while you're there. Excellent. And what, what night is that? So our cruise nights are every Tuesday night, as long as it's not raining. Every Tuesday night. Yes. All right. When do, when do the, when's the big giveaway for this car? So the big drawing is on Friday, September 27th. Oh, we got all summer long. You've got all summer long. And this car is going to be out in the community at Car Show, so you will have lots of chances to buy your ticket. Okay, what color is it? She's gorgeous. She is a gorgeous cherry red, and she's got some beautiful yellow pinstriping, and then the hood is flat black, so... Very classic looking. You know, the thing is, I can picture it right in my head, just the way you described it, right there. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's it's a beautiful car. I've I, I've driven I've driven a couple of them of that vintage, not with the four twenty eight in it though, but um, it's a very powerful car, and it's a classic. It is a, it is an old classic. That would be a car that you want to get a hold of. It is definitely a car that you want a chance to win, and you're supporting a great local cause, so it's a win win. All right. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate the call. Yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity. All right. No problem at all. Take care. Thanks. You too. Bye. Right, bye-bye. A 428 Cobra Jet. Hey, Now, Kevin from Pendleton, he's back on the line. Kevin, did I did I drop you or did you drop? What happened? You didn't fall asleep, did you? Uh, no, 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 big brother must be listening and dropped us. No, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I, as soon as I hit your number, you were gone. Yeah. And it's like, did I hit dump? I didn't think I did, but I don't I don't know. I don't know what happened. I'm calling from Rochester anyway, so that's why uh, that's why it, it, it dropped. I just came out of um, the, uh, Assemblyman Pietro just to address the New York yeah, he didn't call into the show at the beginning of it. Well, you, um, how, did every, how did everything go? What did you get out of it? Well, I'll tell you what. You know, anyone who wants to say that the divide New York State Caucus is a Republican thing or a conservative thing, no, I'll let you know right away it is not. I met some wonderful people here. I met uh, one Democrat. I've met um, um, people from organized labor representatives here. Um, and look... We, they know the cancer called New York City that is tied around our neck is definitely, um, you know, definitely a major problem that we've got to get rid of. And, right. um, but it is really, really going great. And uh, just want to give a heads up um, that this coming between sometime between September, October, this coming fall, um, uh, we're going to be organizing for Western New York our own meeting in relation to it, and we'll give updates of how things are going along as far as the movement and the cause is concerned. But I just want to thank you guys again for giving me the opportunity, you know, giving us the opportunity to highlight 
um, this crucial um, mission that we have ahead of us because we don't have five years, we don't have 12 years like Cody. No, we don't have any time. You don't have time. Definitely now. We have to get something now. So definitely so. So thanks again. I really appreciate it. Yeah, well, out of, out of, all, the, out of all the suggestions that I've heard from different people, um, you know, cre- creating a new state and blah, blah, blah. The one that, I, that I've been hearing going the most right now is about separating, separating the state. And uh, by, by talking to Dave DiPietro, he's given me a good sense. Talking to Lenny Roberto is talking me, he has taught me a good sense. And there's, there's got to be some way that we can make this happen to be able to unshackle ourselves from, uh, from New York City and from Albany. And um, we, we've got to do it. We, and we, we really don't have any time, and we can't wait for another, another election to happen. We have to force something to happen now. Oh, so yeah, we, we won't squander the opportunity we had um, where we could have you know, gotten rid of the safe act when um, a couple of years ago, I'm sure you can recall, where um, the Republicans squandered an opportunity when oh, yeah. City wanted something, and, and they, those guys just went along. And I'll tell you something, though, from, from the feelings I got here, um, uh, during this this meeting, um, you know, don't be surprised. You will find regular folks um, going ahead and primary in against the establishment. So um, some of the Republicans are waking up and, and getting on broad. But I said we can't be preaching to the choir only. We got to get to the people. You know, the independents. We have to get the, even the Democrats who are not the occasional Cortez type of people, you know, right. the flame throwers. We, you know, there's some decent Democrats out here, the decent independents, right? And I have a couple of chairmen from some of the minor parties here. We, we're going to be networking and getting something done other than this um, divide New York caucus. I can assure you, you'll hear a lot coming. So are you going to be heading up something right here uh, more locally? Yes, I, yes, I am as well. You are okay. I'm the Niagara County uh, uh, representative or lead, if you want to use that term. But I also, you know, Russ, what is it with Erie County, man? I mean, you know, we had nobody from Erie County. We're supposed to have somebody from Erie County here, but they're not here. You know, and it just reminds me. I remember Tom saying in the show once. Remember when Reagan won his landslide victory? Um, you know, uh, even he took California. Yeah, New York State, except of course, which county? Yeah, Erie County. Erie County. Yeah, I don't know, but we have no time for stragglers. So. Kevin, I've been yeah, I've been involved in in West New York politics for how many years? I got here in '91, and I started getting involved heavily with let me and Lenny Roberto start a primary challenge. Um, probably 25 years. I've been I've been at this, and there's still there's still factions out there that I I can't figure out. I can't figure out how to finally get to people. I have not been able to figure it out. And we all put our, mind, our brains together, try to figure out how to wake people up, how to get them out to vote. You figured the Second Amendment was going to get the gun owners to vote. But look at Cuomo was reelected with record numbers. How is that possible? Mm-hmm. So, I, I, you know, you hit, it's like you, you're smacking your head up against the wall repeatedly because no matter what you try no matter how how hard you try no matter what direction you go in people just don't seem to want to get out to vote but yet they complain so when when people start complaining anymore about what's going on in politics the first question that ought to be coming out of people's mouths is did you vote 
And if they said no, then basically shut up. You don't have a leg to stand on. You didn't vote. So you don't, you can't you can't ask me what you can do because you didn't vote. Right. Exactly. Well, you know, 55 of the 62 um, counties in, in, in New York State are on board with this. But maybe I could I hope I don't have to say 54, you know, because, uh, you know, again, you know, I don't know what's happening. I'm meeting people from all over the state. I'm, I'm getting a little geography lesson, you know, when I'm talking to some of them. And this oh, yeah. Which corner they're from? People from us way down in Orange County, and you know you drove Kyle wrong when you know he was running for governor. So. Uh, we've been to every nook and cranny in this whole state. It's a gorgeous state. It's just too bad the politics is so messed up. Exactly. All right. But anyway, you have a great buddy, and thanks again. And all right, Kevin. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. You you're going to be the local contact. I got your cell phone number. Okay. We'll, we'll have to talk. All okay. right. Take thanks, you. Kevin. Um, Kevin was. Um, you just got back with uh, with Duke. Kevin was at the meeting that Dave DiPietro spoke at about oh, okay. um, separating the state. And uh, Kevin is going to try to head things up here. Um, he's from Pendleton, mm-hmm. and he was looking for somebody in Erie County to try to head it up there. I got to talk to I got to talk to David DiPietro, and I've got to talk to Lenny Lenny Roberto because mm-hmm. Lenny Roberto fired up primary challenge again. Came out of almost like a a self-exile <laughs> uh, after his run for Congress. I think he was exhausted. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, well, yeah. And and had to focus, refocus back on business, which is what we do because we it, you, it takes so much time away from who you are and what you do. You have to be able you, – you got to refocus every once in a while. But we got to try to put this effort forward. And uh, separating the state, I think there's a couple of good plans out there, plans that I really think that have a chance. And um, so I got to, if I can get a hold of Lenny and uh, and David and sit down and maybe have a meeting here in Erie County, I'm going to try to do something like that. <clears throat> I don't know. We can, all we can do is keep on trying, right? All right. Uh, John up in Rochester. How you doing, John? Hey, I'm doing good, Russ. Hey, Carl. Hey, John. I'll tell you, it's, it's, you guys and everybody makes a commitment we all run, a lot of us run small businesses, yep. and I'm telling you, it's tough today to find the time to be active, and you guys have done it. I mean, it's, I, I give you, I, my hats are off to you. I do as much as I can, but nothing to the level that Kevin and you are to do. But, oh. you know, you're, you're talking about, uh, the, I think, the greatest scandal in American history with uh, the uh, uh collusion against Trump when he was a candidate and was mm-hmm. president. And this is going to all come out in a big way. There's been a number of books written about it, which you guys know about. There's been uh, coverage by, I think, John Solomon and Sarah Carter, who have really taken uh, seriousness and reporting this scandal for the last two years. Yeah. Of course, the, the mainstream media won't cover it. But the thing I'm concerned with about this is... Uh, I heard Mike Caputo uh, last week or two weeks ago. He's concerned that uh, um, Mike, let's see. Who, Caputo? Uh, no, uh, who's, who's the inspector general? Mike Horowitz. Yeah. Yeah, okay. His report's supposed to be coming out pretty soon. Well, Caputo's concerned that his report is going to come up with nothing. Yeah, uh, uh, the guy named Huber from Denver, the, the – uh, 
uh, uh, U.S. attorney out there supposedly was doing a criminal investigation on the Clinton uh, and the uh, Clinton Foundation stuff. And, uh, and we find out today that he never did anything. He did nothing. And people have been waiting all this time. The same with Horowitz. I mean, I Boy. they keep saying that these are stand-up people, but they don't seem to be able to get their reports together. And they, they I mean, uh, it, it's 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 the swamp, and it's disgusting. And that's that's uh, the American people have to get mad. Uh, Trump's got to get mad at some point yeah. at these things, and uh, and and uh, start taking them on. I think Barr's <laughs> the right guy. I think Barr is, is I like starting him. to see this stuff, and uh, I like him, and he wants to go twist them next. So. Uh, we we got to put our hope in him right now. Now, if, Hor- if Horowitz comes out with no no collusion by uh, the Obama administration, uh, that puts I think the situation in a bad predicament. I I don't know how much. Of course, Barr can reopen things, and mm-hmm. he appointed some some uh, former Attorney General from Connecticut, Durden or somebody like that. Dur- Durham. Oh. Uh, Durham, yeah. He looks like a, he's loaded for bear. It really, I hope, he's the one that did the investigating. Um, who was like the, the crime crime boss that was, that was sent to jail where there was other guys in jail for like 19 years that were not supposed to be there. And because he got involved in it, he exposed all that stuff from going on. So I hope he does what he did during that case that was uh, in Boston. I can't even think of the bo- m- the mob guy's name. Whitey Bulger, probably. That's it, Whitey. Whitey Bulger. Yeah. I remember that name from when I was a kid. I'm I'm from Massachusetts. Whitey Bulger had a personal personal family ties. To be honest with you, with my uncle who just died a couple of months ago. Um, yeah, that that was a very popular name for many many years. But I hope he comes out and from what I understand. He's been investigating a lot of stuff in the past couple of months before his name was even revealed. Well, uh, uh, the point I wanted to make, uh, and I, if this, this Horowitz report is going to be very important, I think, in getting this corruption out of the Obama administration out in the open, uh, that's a big concern of mine. And yeah. hopefully, if it if he if he comes out positive for uh, Donald Trump, I think. Uh, Obama and his cronies are done. I hope so. I hope so. That's that's the best outcome we can look for. Thanks for calling in, John. I really appreciate it. We're going to take a quick break, and then uh, right after the break, we're going to get to Dorothy uh, from her cell phone talking about we have some questions about Albany. We'll be right back. Quick break. Pink Floyd. The classic old songs. Frank knows how to get to me. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I think people, uh, this uh, Smollett case, okay, in Chicago is a great illustration of a celebrity yeah. uh, uh, getting off with a slap in the hand uh, for concocting a publicity stunt, yeah. which what it and was. lying about it to public, and I think Americans are really they they're questioning the rights of these prosecutors to uh, to wash their hands of something or to 
to to to use their best judgment. And you know, from animal farm, you know, all pigs are equal, but some pigs are more equal than mm-hmm. others. So so yesterday, Joe Joe Masha had a an article in the paper about the uh, <clears throat> Wingle right. who walked into a school with a gun. Yep. Uh, he recognized it quickly, apparently, and he turned the gun over to the principal. Right. John Flynn, our our DA or whoever the DA assistant DA was that was working on it. Uh, thought that, well, it was a mistake, but he corrected it. But he didn't correct it. No. The point that Masha brings up is that he handed, uh, here you got a guy who's got a license, a permit to carry a weapon, and he handed that weapon to a person who doesn't have a license. Right. And that person put it in the safe, okay, and all that stuff. But still, he handed it to a, the wrong mm-hmm. person. Should he have gone out to the car, locked it in the car, done something else? Of course. But uh, you know, do we do we let that mistake be exaggerated into into handing it off to the wrong person? Right. You can't allow that. No. I mean, that's that's not right. Uh, you can hand your, as I understand it, you can hand your weapon off to another registered uh, gun carrier or a police officer, obviously. But uh, you can't hand it off to a person who's not permitted. And uh, and uh, I think that's uh, Joe is properly illustrating okay that that we have to look a little bit deeper into things and uh and and especially celebrities politicians mm-hmm. okay uh they have to be held actually to a higher standard i think than and nobody and nobody job. is above the law Nobody's plain above and the simple law. yeah you know it, i said right right from the beginning is that i think that flynn is setting a very dangerous precedent with this by letting by letting him off like this, yeah. it's it's almost a guaranteed win for somebody else that's going to be in the same type well, of situation. Yeah. What are you going to do then? And when then you get a off, you, yeah, no. you get a good lawyer that's going to come in a court and say, "Hey, look, this yeah. is what just happened. You know, it was a mistake. Yeah. Sorry, it wasn't a mistake. The law is the law. We may disagree with the law, but the law is the law, and you got to abide by it. Yeah. I don't care who you are. Yeah. You know, you violate the law. You got to be held held up to those standards." But anyway, quickly, we'll go to uh, Dorothy. He wants to talk about Albany. Dorothy, how you doing? Uh, good. I just pulled over to the side of the road. So good. I, to you. Um, I wanted to know if you, had, if you were aware of the big march for pro-life tomorrow in Albany. No. Tomorrow, uh, on Monday. It's going to go from the Children's uh, Memorial there in the plaza, uh, I understand, over to the Capitol building. And there's going to be a religious church meeting on Sunday about 6 o'clock at one of the churches there in the Albany area. There's a lot of information on Facebook. Are you? I think life and all this boils down to the whole corruption of the country, this whole abortion thing. I didn't understand at the time when it passed, Roe versus Wade. I was 22. Yeah, I was young, too. Dor- Dorothy, I was... why don't you explain the status of that New York state law that our—, our incoherent uh, and incompetent legislature passed uh, that that uh, what, at what term uh, at what point in a term of of pregnancy can uh, uh, can you abort under our current law under our current law you can now abort at birth it's unbelievable isn't it and the, and if the child survives birth you can still allow it to or survives the birth abortion attempt you can still let it die you know what there's not much that makes me scream but i but when that thing was passed i screamed i mean that's 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 what's going on in albany new york yeah 
Think about that. Think about how bad that is in our lives and and how acceptable it w- it was to this bunch of ignominious people in in uh, in our state legislature to yeah. pass that. And then and then to after they it. passed it they had a party. Yeah. And they were all screaming and clapping and cheering for each other. So it's Dorothy, sickness. It's... That's what we have in Albany as our leadership today. Yeah. So as as Russ was saying, your vote means something. Get out there and vote. And Ed, you said this march is on Monday? It's going to be Monday. There's going to be a, a religious meeting on on uh, Sunday night at a church. But uh, if you can get to Albany, I'm taking the 4.44 a.m. Amtrak, and we'll arrive at 9-ish, 9.30 in Albany, and I'm going to be there. And I just invite anyone else with a heart who recognizes the seriousness of taking personhood away from a postborn person. I know. And let the let the minorities know that this is attack. This is genocide on the black community. It is. I absolutely agree with you. It is genocide. They don't do this in Europe. No. In Europe, you can only go to 14 weeks. New York is crazy. Yeah, it's it's worse than crazy. Soul. It's, it's worse than crazy. It's it's. Uh, it's terrible. Yeah, it's it's a it's a crime. Gun it's, violence. It's a crime. Because if you can, if a mother can kill your sibling in the womb. Why can't you shoot someone who looks at you cross-eyed? You know, as a little kid, life is not sacred anymore. Yeah, I know. You, you don't do this to an animal. We do not treat with the respect. I'm so grateful to the Supreme Court saying to cremate things and give some respect to human remains. We treat animals better than we treat the human fetus. It is critical. I agree with you. Nursing to prevent pain. There is pain in abortion. That's what they don't want to recognize. They called it a blob of protein back in... You know, and, and and our assemblyman Ryan, True. from Buffalo, our our state senator Kennedy. Okay, these are the people that voted for that bill. Mm-hmm. Okay, remember that at election time. Doing, but with unplanned, and with Gosnell, those movies. People need to see that. People that are passing these laws need to be made to go and watch abortions. Oh, I know. I agree with you. Thank you, Dorothy. Um, that is. Horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. And you're absolutely right, Carl. It's the Democrat representatives that are right here, right in our own backyard, that are voting for this stuff. And, of course, they don't talk about it. You didn't see Robin Schimmerger's name on the list, and he's a Democrat. Nope. Robin's a good guy. He's a smart man, and and he's got the same values that we – he's got good good values. Yeah, Robin, Robin, I I haven't talked to Robin in a long time. I I really should make it a point to talk to him, but he's 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 one of the assemblymen that I that I don't mind that he's been there so long because he likes to. I think he's he's kind of funny. He's a member of these committees just so he can be a pain. Yeah, that's what he's told me. He goes. (laughs) (laughs) So, but but Robin, but Robin, it really is a good guy. But it's it's really scary. Um, what's going on in Albany right now. But here we are. We're coming up to the end of the show. I want to thank Carl for coming in. Thank, thank Duke for coming in, too, even though he's been kind of sleeping the whole way. <laughs> thank thank the financial guys for having us in, Tim Wanger and WBEN. I really appreciate it. We'll see you next time around. I'm not sure when it's going to be, but it'll be soon. I think it's. I think next month we're going we're to be back in. So thanks for tuning in, folks. Take care. God bless. Bye.